excited to get back to you but you know how it is man sometimes things happen we've been out here working and do stuff i'll admit it it's not josh's fault it's mine i was out here doing suspended from class so we were we were on hiatus for a little bit but now we're back suspension has been lifted what up nerd well you know what jb let me jump in right quick I know we did, but you know what? I would do again. Yeah, I said that. So you know who you are. If you got a problem, come at me, bro. <laughs> Chill, Josh. You're going to get us kicked out of the studio. <laughs> I don't. All right, all right. I'll be good. I'll be good. I've just got all this pent-up energy because I've had stuff to talk about and nobody to really share it with. So... Good to be back. For those of you who do not know or may have forgotten, I am Josh. And I am the other half, the incomparable Jabari Blanken. But you can call me JB. Welcome to season three of Views from the Back of the Class. And as I said before, we are too, too, too hyped to bring this back to you guys. Real quick, I want to shout out to G. Smith and King Day from the Litmus Test both the music and movie versions appreciate the shout outs and the uh, the support guys and yeah we're finally back yeah suspension has been lifted um shout out to the other listeners too we haven't forgotten about all of our classmates but definitely shouting them out now we got a lot of stuff in store for you guys this season mm-hmm. uh, a couple surprises that we will not speak on today but we got some new segments some new things in the works stay tuned we're really excited about uh the new and i'm so excited right now and i know uh you know, before I get all sentimental on you guys, I know podcasts are, are not a visual forum, but if you could see me right now, I'm Millie rocking so hard. So hard. <laughs> what is that, Master P? <laughs> Nub. <laughs> nah, but seriously, you know, it's like I heard this on another podcast. It's it's like, you know, 600,000 podcasts out there and you guys are tuning into ours and that means the most to us. You guys are the best audience out there. We missed you so much. We got great shows lined up for you. JB, let's get it. What's in the curriculum? Man, what we got going on these days, it's a lot. Like we missed we missed con season. Um but that's still happening. Um we're, we'll we'll get back into some of those topics at a later date, but right now, we're just going to kind of rock with there is so much stuff uh, to look forward to, and we're just going to kind of touch on a couple of things, some things that we're excited about. Hopefully, you guys are going to be excited about because nerds are winning right now, man. Like, everywhere you turn, the content is, is there. If you like superheroes, you know that we got it. If you own some sci-fi stuff, you know we got it. Star Wars, a little small film, you may have heard of it. Stuff happening there. Not to mention the mouse has taken over the world. So exactly, we we we're hitting all of those. Things. I mean, you're getting a little bit sensitive though, because the reason we got suspended. Oh, I'm not supposed to say it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Don't tell the lawyers. <laughs> lawyers, 
like we got that kind of budget. Anyway. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Don't tell our public defenders. <laughs> right. You know what? I'm going to start with a uh, thing that's coming out this near and dear to my heart, but not the way you think. It's because we kind of started off the show pretty early on discussing this film. It's getting a lot of traction. People are really, really excited about it. Definitely going to make a huge impact, in my opinion. Somewhat controversial. Mm -hmm. That, of course, is the Joker. Before I give my opinions on it, because I did have some strong ones. You know, premature. We hadn't seen any trailers. It was just the idea, and I, I wasn't so wasn't so kind about it. But I've had an opportunity. You know, some time has passed, and I'll let you know how I'm feeling about it now. Uh, Josh, what are you thinking of before I before I give you guys my my take? Because I know I w- I went pretty hard on that one. <laughs> I <have> to, uh, <laughs> adjust <laughs> at this point. You know what? I think um, I th- I'm kind of conflicted. Like I think it's going to be good. And I think it's going to be good to the point where it's going to move the needle. Now, I I, I don't think it's going to be like the Dark Knight, you know, of that level, because I think this is more kind of like a character study of how someone becomes who we know as the Joker. So, you know, for me, it's kind of hard to I know they're distinct. I know they're like published under two different houses, but kind of. understanding how this fits into the bigger picture because you know even just from the commercials and you know i know there's been a couple of people who've seen it and said it's a masterpiece and everything like that how it's going to fit into the bigger picture because i think dc and warner brothers may see the success of this movie and try to incorporate it into the dc universe that they're trying to create and that kind of worries me so as a standalone thing i think the joker I'm still kind of conflicted because I don't really want to see an origin story for the Joker. I don't want to watch a movie and kind of feel compassion for the character just because I know who he becomes and what he does. And, you know, you don't really want to see the sausage get made. You kind of just want to see the end results. And, um, you know, while I wouldn't, I'm not complaining about or, you know, anything like that. I'm just kind of torn a little bit just because I think, you know, when you try to explain things, you, you lose something in it. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully, you know, it doesn't change the dynamic too much of what's going to be expected from the comics and, and games and canon and stuff like that. The way some other things have affected it, you know, external things have affected comic books in the past or source material in the past. But all in all, right. I think it's going to be a home run which is something that they need because you talk about Aquaman, you talk about, even though some people hate Aquaman, you talk about Wonder Woman and Shazam and people are excited. Then you mentioned Justice League or Superman and people are kind of like, ugh. So I think this is, is part of going to help them write the ship. But at the same time, I don't know. Well, it's crazy you mentioned Justice League and BVS because just over the last few months, I've recognize that there are more people that like that movie than I realized. And I, I don't want to... Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Who are these I people? Where are you I running didn't. into people like this? <laughs> uh, at the comic book store, actually, the last conversation I had about it, uh, we were having a discussion and I was in the minority. There were quite a few people who were, you know, staunch defenders of those films. And I'm like, all right, let me just go ahead and get my stuff and go because this, this ain't working for me. 
<laughs> right. This conversation ain't working. Take your business somewhere else because you don't need to spend it there. That's insanity. <laughs> like, like, I mean, there are good things in those movies. Like, they're not all trash. There are good things right. in the movies and things that are like, yeah, that's really cool. I love seeing that on screen. Um, not Lex Luthor. Not talking about you. Not at all. Yeah, that was he was just weird. Like, I'm pretty sure he could have been sued for harassment. Like, Yikes. that general got <laughs> Ooh. Should I make that joke? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Mm, probably not. Yeah, I might have to cut that part out. I was like, ooh, too probably soon for not. that one. Yeah, that one's always going to be too soon. Yeah. It was funny. <laughs> so I can see people liking some parts of it, but as a whole, I don't know how people love those movies. They're not even, like, fun. You know, like uh, Justice League. Now I'm getting confused. Batman and Superman. No, no, no. Man of Steel is where they destroy, like, the entire city and... You know, millions of people die or get injured. Right. So, yeah, they're, right. they're not even fun. Right. So, Man of Steel, I got no problem with. I actually, I actually kind of enjoyed that one. No, no, no I, no. I was talking about Batman, Superman, and uh, Justice League. Like, they're not that fun. Like, there's there's scenes in them that are fun, but they're not fun. Like, um, like uh, Mission Impossible or uh, those Fast and Furious movies and stuff like that, where they're kind of ridiculous and over the top. You know, but you're sitting right. through and you're like, man, I had a blast watching this. For me, it's kind of like, wow, this was really dark and brooding and, and all this other right. stuff. And not even, not even dark in the sense that, because I mean, you can enjoy those as well. There was no balance with it. You know, it was all dark and in, in places that didn't really make sense for the kind of darkness. Um, I don't really want to turn this into a, a, a bash DC session, but yeah, that's kind of where it ended up just because of the conversation but i mean we've been going three seasons strong and bashing them so why stop now that's not where we got suspended (laughs) (laughs) telling the people too much i'm sorry um just so happy to be back (laughs) man too happy so about the joker so here's my my take on the whole thing i think that it's actually going to be a really good film it's cast really well like they have really strong actors and from what i see it's it's you know it looks like the hype may have something to it It looks like it's going to be a really good movie my only issue with the whole thing is what it has always been i don't want to see the joker as a sympathetic character pretty much what you said and that's exactly what we're going to get here we're seeing him you know get hit in the face and kind of pushed around and we're seeing that he's dealing with a mental illness that he appears to be trying to get some support or some help with by seeing a therapist I don't like that it it humanizes a character that I won't say doesn't deserve it because that's not exactly what I mean but it's it certainly takes something away from what you get out of the Joker I think this movie would be much better served by not calling it the Joker, especially if you're not going to attach it to the rest of the DC universe. Anyway, anyway, right. You want to make this a standalone uh, film, which, okay, cool. Can we just call it clown face (laughs) and make it something else? It doesn't have to be Gotham city. Like you don't need any of those, any of the trappings of superhero lore to tell this story. 
the reason why it's called the Joker, the reason why it's set in Gotham, the reason why, here's a theory, the Joker's going to be the one to kill the Waynes because they want your money. <laughs> Warner Brothers wants that superhero money, and they know that if they just put a movie out called Clownface about a person that life just kind of kicks around and he finally snaps and does these horrendous things, some people will go see it. Most people wouldn't. You slap the Joker on that, you know, you make some some references to Gotham City, and you have just the thinnest connection to Batman, right. and they feel like they got you. I'm not here for it. And, and you know, the, the thing about it, like, for me, that I have another thing wrapping around is the timeline, right? So this movie posits that mm-hmm. the Joker's been around harassing Gotham in, in whatever other places he he goes when he's not escaping it from Arkham at will for like 20 years before Batman shows up. I don't know if, right. if Bruce, young Bruce is going to be in the, the movie or not. I know his father is, but you know, that means he's been around for like 20 years or 15, 20 years. That's a long time. And to me, exactly. Exactly. Without somebody putting a bullet in the back. Of right. And, um, and I have a hard time wrapping, you know, my nerd brain around that without justification. Like, that's a long time for this dude to be terrorizing. And, you know, it also affects the argument, like, you know, who created whom? You know, did Batman create the Joker or the Joker create Batman? Or are they in a symbiotic relationship and things like that? I think what they're going to do with this is say that the Joker created Batman. Mm -hmm. Your question about whether or not we'll get a young Bruce Wayne in this movie, I think we will. I think that's the end of the movie. I think the end of the movie is with the Waynes leaving the theater, uh, leaving a young Bruce behind, and, you know, Arthur Fleck is going to be the killer. <clears throat> That's what I think. And I think it's going to be painted as Thomas Wayne deserving it. I think he's going to be played played up as this Gordon Gecko type of person that's uh, just super greedy and you know, Gotham is suffering like the common person in Gotham is suffering and the Wayans are filthy, stinking rich and they just don't care. I think all of that is going to be portrayed. I think, like I said, we know they're going to die. That's just, you know, part of Batman's story. I really do think that that's what, what's going to happen and that will be the connection. Um, and they leave it in doing it that way. You kind of leave it open to potentially tie it in to the DC universe at large, but you don't necessarily have to because you have such a time gap there. Right. Very true. I don't know. Like I said, I think it's going to be a really good film, but I'm just, and this is a stupid, (laughs) stupid turn of phrase on principle, (laughs) but the, the principle behind it, I don't, I don't, I can't rock with it. Like I don't, I don't want to see the Joker. First of all, I didn't want an origin story at all. Like, I just wanted this madman to come out of nowhere. And I certainly did not want to see him as a sympathetic figure. And it does make him a little a little more terrifying when he just is coming out of nowhere. And you don't know where he's coming from. And you don't know what really motivates him. And, right. and you know, that, that makes him terrifying. You can't when reason with someone like right. that. Right. And you're just like, oh, you're just like in the civil disobedience. You know, just a little bit, a little bit more than, you know, um, what's it called? Peaceful uh, protest or something like that. Or you're going that extra step or a little bit above that. Like, OK, that's that's not that scary. 
especially if right. you're not angry right. if i know you're not really angry with angry at me because i'm just minding my business in my daily life i'm not well i guess could be crazy and think i'm like a cog in the machine and part of it but you know it, it's just it's just more nerve-wracking when you know the person is you don't know where they're coming from right and i think that's what we ultimately are going to end up with um it's just that we as the audience will get to see that journey which i i i never needed to see that right i never needed to see what caused the joker to become the way that he is right i'm i don't know some some characters uh when you see their motivations and you can recognize their stances and things like that it does bring some depth to the character that makes them a little more interesting joker ain't one of them <laughs> i just i just didn't need that right i mean and it, it seems to me i hope this isn't a pattern uh, but it seems like there may be beginning to be a pattern of um these somewhat sympathetic villains or they're not even proper villains they become you know antagonists to the hero and they'll have a a point or written in such a way that the audience may be able to see oh they have a point like the attempt was thanos right they tried to do that in infinity war which i said then like yo thanos is no <laughs> it's oh yeah thanos might have had a point he had no point He's a madman. He wanted destruction and death. And then when we got to Endgame, y'all got to see that. <laughs> People had to eat their words. See, Thanos was not about, oh, it's just about bringing balance. No, he wanted to off folks, and that's what he was after. There was no, you know, altruism involved in that. Killmonger was right. another one, right? We, we got to see him. And it was the same concept. Like, well, you know, he, he kind of does has, have a point. I don't need that from the Joker. Right. I don't think that that is anything that makes him more interesting. I agree. And, you know, having said that, I think you're hitting the nail on the head because uh, I don't know what to say. I, I, I When I heard Harley Quinn, I think you can go back and listen to the episode that she was going to be part of the team. It's like, What? Like, there's no redemption for Harley Quinn. I don't know. That I kind of disagree with. I don't think it's one of this this situations where, you, where you were saying, like, not the antagonist, but kind of what you were saying about how, um, you know, people are like, oh, they have a point or this and that or sympathizing with them. I don't think that Harley Quinn's a really a real sympathetic character. I think she is, actually. Yes, she kind of can be. Because, you know, she did have, like, her life going for her and gone to medical school and all this other stuff and fell in love with one of her patients, which, you know, in this day and age is a no-no. Maybe when Freud was around, that was okay. But, you know, she she (laughs) willingly... We just mentioned Freud on the podcast. But, you know, she willingly kind of did that to herself in in a way, too. Like, I think there was some manipulation there, but she was also part of that process so yeah she was a willing participant to it for mm-hmm. sure now you know i don't know if what they're going for they're trying to show like hey when the joker's not around she's not that bad and that may be true but at the same time you know she's if her movie persona is similar to the comic books one then you know she's done some bad things too not as bad as some people but i mean she's still doing some bad stuff even in that like 
just casually blowing a car up. I mean, we all do that though, right? That's why I vacation in Detroit. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't have dynamite in the car, right? Exactly. I mean, she's having this conversation with who I believe is Cassandra Kane. <laughs> she's like, here, throw this. All right. So <laughs> she's certainly no no hero, right? I don't think that's the case. Where I say that she's something of a sympathetic character is in what you described, right? She was someone who was definitely being manipulated. Now, did she want to participate in this? Absolutely. She wasn't necessarily forced. She made some choices. Others were kind of, she was kind of pushed in other directions. But I think because of the manipulation that existed, though, she's got some redeemable qualities there. My only issue with her as the in the Birds of Prey was that was never... Yeah, she was never on the team. No. And in doing that, they're making this group a group of anti-heroes more than of heroes. And I guess... I guess that's okay, but how is that any different from, say, Suicide Squad? Mm-hmm. It's just that they're all women. Right. So I don't know. I don't quite know where they're going with it. Um, I like the casting, though. I really like Rosie Perez as uh, Renee Montoya. I do, too. I think she's... I think that's an interesting Not call. to be all ageist for you guys, I think she's a little bit too old, but I do like her as well. Well, you know what? Rosie Perez isn't that old. Never mind. I mean, she's up there. She's, like, in her, in her 50s, I'm sure, or, or possibly... No, she couldn't possibly be 60. No, I don't think so. Maybe like mid-50s or whatever, but she's a police officer, so (laughs) that that makes sense. That ages you. Why why wouldn't a police officer be that old? And she's, you know, a detective. Right, she's seen some stuff. And obviously this Ewan McGregor is into some stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. And the funny thing about this, this movie, is if, if you watch it without any context, you would think it's Harley Quinn's movie. So I don't know how how I feel. Not, I think it is though. Yeah, and that's kind of the issue. I, c- I really do think it is. I I do too, and that's an, kind of an issue I do have with it. In that, if you want to do a Harley Quinn movie, just do a Harley Quinn movie. It doesn't have to be an ensemble cast thing. That's kind of a hard sell, though. Is it? Because I mean, she is one of the most popular characters. Yes, but I don't know that. I don't know that her popularity is enough to carry. A film by herself gotcha think, um, so you do need some yeah i can see that i think she's the yeah i think she's the selling point for sure but it's because she's the familiar face um it's in some ways similar to what they're doing with joker they you know the studio is making a film and uh harley is the tether to everything else where and and um you know not to keep going back to the joker but it being set in Gotham is the tether to, you know, the concept of it being in the superhero world. So that was probably my biggest complaint, actually, about the trailer. It is very much Harley's movie, and I'm sure that's how the film is going to play out. Yeah. But you got some really, really dope characters here that deserve some some screen time. and Right. Hopefully they get an opportunity to do some stuff. Like, Black Canary is so dope. Mm-hmm just as a character i agree my biggest disappointment with the trailer was the scene where she and the dog are like eating that piece of candy which is disgusting um that is that was gross oh yeah, oh, yeah. disgusting intentionally so though. yeah i know and it's just but you know i was a hyena yeah i don't know it's just one of those things i saw that i was like ugh. yeah it was weird yeah but i don't you know i'm excited to see some of the characters on the screen i'm seeing cassandra kane i mean we spoke on it before 
that's my favorite Batgirl. Hopefully Mine that. As well. Mine as well. So seeing her on the big screen, ultimately I'm excited to see what the other trailers for Birds of Prey look like. Hopefully they're less Harley centric and more focusing on, like you said, the other characters like Black Canary and uh, Cassandra Kane, even though she probably won't say Brian too much. Um, exactly. And that maybe even showing what Black Canary and Huntress are doing. Um, before this team up happens in the in the movie right and what's the thing that brings them all together obviously black mask has done something and there's something that has happened that now has them kind of in the same boat it sounds like that typical meet cute superhero thing right i bet you they're going to start off uh, as rivals of of some sort Mm -hmm. fighting or something there's going to be some type of negative interaction to begin with then they realize that they have a common enemy and they need each other to survive. So Right. That's what I expect out of this one. Hopefully I'm surprised. I don't think I will be, though. No, nah, for this one, I think that might be what it is. And, and, you know, if that's the case, then, you know, and they reluctantly have to team up for Harley Quinn, I'm okay with it. But I just don't want to see it be like, she's a member of the team. and Right. She's the leader. She's the Exactly. I don't want to see that. Following Harley. <laughs> and I suppose if the if, if they change character traits of the existing characters, you could probably do that, right? I don't think Black Canary in particular is going to be who we know her as in the comics. I don't think that's going to be comic accurate. And I'm not specifically talking about the actress that they chose to play her. I'm just in observation of the character. It looked like she was like a lounge singer mm-hmm. or something, which eh, kind of makes sense, right, with her powers. But that's definitely... Um, a little different from the black canary that we're used to so i think there are going to be some surprises just in character traits that we haven't seen out of these uh, women before and you know what that could be based on could be good could be bad yeah and their character traits and stuff could be dependent on what stage they are in their career in their crime fighting careers one thing i'm kind of i like but um like you, you brought up black mask i think he's a great batman villain and i kind of feel like not that they're wasting him in this movie, but it's kind of like, oh, it would be cool to see him in a Batman film as being a piece in a Batman film or something like that. Because, you know, I heard the the new Batman film with uh, the Twilight dude. Um, I can't think of his name. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, that that's going to have a couple of villains in it. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I think they're going to use the A-listers for that one, though. You don't think Ewan McGregor's an A-lister? No, I mean, character, oh. character-wise. Black Mask is dope, but I wouldn't call him an A-lister as far as the Batman's uh, rogues gallery. No, no, no. But I feel like his his rogues gallery is, like, overused in, in the movies almost. Because, like, think about... Well, it's just because they keep tapping the same character. Right. But think about, um like, Marvel. Oh, God, we're always comparing to Marvel. Because <laughs> it's better. Um, it's the big company. It's the big company. Yeah, it's our sister company. No, um, but you know, they're, with Spider-Man and everything like that, they're picking the villains who aren't as well known. You know, with the Vulture and um, uh, Mysterio, and part of it was because they didn't have the rights anymore to some of those characters. But they're using some of the B-listers to play villains and, and create movies around. And I just feel like you can do a lot. You have more creativity around that because I won't say they're they're not as well known, but a lot of those characters are really, really uh, fleshed out. Even if they're B characters in the rogue galleries, they, there's some depth to their history that, that really could be used and expounded on in the on the big screen that could really make for a really, really good story. And in, in something told or shown in a way that's 
you know, we haven't really seen before. We've seen Batman versus Joker on the big screen three times now. Uh, Nicholson, Ledger, and uh, what you call it? What's his name? Well, I guess this isn't technically Batman versus the Joker with his last one. Right, but I mean, we've seen them together sure. a couple of times. And so it's kind of like, let some let some other character shine. Like, I don't want to see Penguin or Riddler, you know, the... Actually, I'm down for, for Riddler. We could get a, a different version of it. I enjoy the Jim Carrey's take. Uh, I Jim do too. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, Jim Carrey's take on it at the time. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So he's, these ridiculous monologues he would do were funny to me at the time. But I think the Riddler as a when he's written not as this cartoonish goofy you know with these silly riddles you you make him uh, much more menacing. You know he uh, the dude from Saw, right? These puzzles have a price. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be creepy. Get it right or you ain't getting out of here. That's what I'm saying. And it doesn't have to be gory like that. Right, but it's that but sense of would be right, that sense of danger and sense of doom because you're like, I'm there's no way this person's gonna get this puzzle and you know, they're gonna drown or something like that or whatever they're up against. But yeah. Right. And the thing is is he's you know, your way out of this is through your intelligence. That's his his way of like natural selection, right? Mm-hmm. If you aren't smart enough to get get yourself out of this, then you don't deserve to live. Right. Now that's, that's the type of behavior that I would expect from a character like that if he's ever written in that way. Mm-hmm. And he could be. And that's the interesting thing because I think a Batman movie like that with him as the villain would be like more of a suspense thriller than an action movie. Which I'm down with. Yeah, exactly. I'm I mean, like, I'd it, watch and that. It doesn't have to just be one thing. If, if nothing else, um, the Riddler is the type of character that would force us to see Batman as a detective mm-hmm. and not just not just a, a soldier. Right, not just, you know, heads through the wall and breaking bones and all of that. <laughs> uh, God forbid, shooting people again. Right. When we get a chance to have to see him figure some stuff out, that is what the appeal is of Batman for most people. He's a dude that has put himself in a position to do things that he got no business doing. Right? He's standing next to demigods and holding his own. Mm-hmm. Simply through... You know, well, he got a whole lot of money, first of all, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just a little bit through willpower and wit. You know what I mean? It's it, it, it's like the pinnacle of human activity, both physically, you know, putting his body on the line and you know training himself up to be able to to take and give out this physical punishment, but also you know the training of the mind, the detective work, the um, escape artistry the disguises all of that is a part of the character and that's that's you know these things combined are what make him so dope and i think it's sounding like more and more that we may get it, at least to see a little of that in this upcoming film that's one thing that we haven't really got much of um in the the previous previous works mm-hmm. you know you see a little bit of it here and there but not not a ton Right. Not live action, the animated ones you do, but... Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see. That one is definitely on the short list. Um, I can't remember exactly when that one comes out. I feel like it's in March or like some early springtime. I think it's early spring. I think it's like February or March, though. And for some reason, I want to say they moved it up. But I could be wrong. But um, I, th- I it's coming early 2020, I think. That one is... um. Yep, February 7th is when it's supposed to drop. Okay, it's like five months from now. Yeah, so they need to, uh, (laughs) they're going to need to hurry up. (laughs) 
One thing I am kind of interested in seeing that, and then we can probably get off of Birds of Prey, is I think Zaz is the perfect foil for that film. Like, I think he should have been the lead villain, not so much Black mm-hmm. Mask, just because the type of the type of character that Zaz is. And I, I guess they're probably going to have him be like a hitman for Black Mask or something like that. So, right. I don't know. We'll see. This one, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I hope they don't. I'm in. I hope they don't, because like, Vic... I was going to say Victor Zaz is one of those characters who's got that depth and creep factor and and everything else where he yep. should not just be relegated to a hitman. <laughs> you know, like he that dude creeps me out. Like even to this day, he is yeah. disturbing. Incredibly, mm-hmm. incredibly. I mean, that's I'm I'm happy for DC because things do seem to be uh, on the upswing for them because it was it was some dark times. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was some dark times, but I think uh, things are looking up, and uh, I hope they can be consistent with that, man, because they, I've said this before, I'll say it again, when it comes to, you know, library of characters, they are vastly superior to Marvel, but Marvel has the, the machine, you know, and they've had the, the better films by far. If, you know, Warner Brothers had a Kevin Feige type mm-hmm. Um, and were able to like cultivate the talent in the same way and had the patience to do that uh, the DC universe would blow them out of the water it's not going to at this point so and they should even you know set their sights to do it but um, that could that could be something yeah so we'll see we'll see where it takes us yeah hopeful for it um, so I heard a rumor that the Umbrella Academy is coming back soon too. Really? I forgot the date. Yep. I am looking forward to that. I don't remember if they wrapped. I don't remember if they said they wrapped or if they were starting, but I knew season two had been renewed already, but Mm -hmm. we should be getting something from that pretty soon. So I'm excited about that. I really am too, because I'm interested to see what they're doing with season two. And I've actually, I purposely have avoided like picking up the comics just because I know it's adapted from the comics and they've changed some stuff in the, in the TV show, but I kind of still want it to be kind of fresh right. to me. And Umbrella Academy was like really, really fun to watch. It wasn't perfect, but it no. wasn't, it wasn't, no, it you was know, <laughs> further a first outing. It was, it was really, really solid. It wasn't, you know, DC. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> solid. It was, it, it had some, it had some moments. Some stuff was way over the top. I think that'll, um, I think a lot of that will have been worked out by season two, so I'm excited about that one. Mm-hmm. And I think the original one came out like in Q1 2019, so season one. So I, I would imagine season two probably would be around the same time frame. Next year, uh, I can see that. Another thing from Netflix, Stranger Things. Of course. That has been officially renewed. I don't know who thought it wouldn't have been. I don't know the way that. Well, never mind. I mean, no spoilers. But oh, the I... way that season three ended, there was no way it couldn't have been. Right. Well, I guess it could have. They Netflix ends shows all the time. <laughs> you know what, though? I think, um, I don't think, and not to get on a, a whole spiel about, you know, the upcoming uh, streaming wars, uh, which are totally a thing and were predicted here. Uh, but yeah, I don't think yeah, Netflix can afford to cancel Stranger Things. Because you say you do, I don't think they can afford to cancel Stranger Things. Oh, you are one hundred percent correct. Yeah, because they don't have they don't have another show after it. You know, Orange is a New Black. That was a different audience, but that that's gone. House of Cards again, a different audience. 
I mean, I'm sure there's overlap in, in, in the viewers, but that's off now. And it's like, what's the, you know, the, the Netflix show that's left standing and it's, you know, Umbrella Academy was dope, but it's not, I don't think 50 million people are streaming that. Right. I think it's a collective though. You get enough people looking for individual shows and they'll continue to pay the subscription for it. Like you might have someone who is, you know, they keep their subscription just because of all of the stand-up comedians that are getting specials and they want to watch all of those. Mm-hmm. Or you'll get some people who tune in for something like a, a Stranger Things or Black Mirror or something like that. And then you got your Insatiable and all these other like little shows they got, like Easy and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think I think they're going to be okay. They're going to take a hit for sure. Because um, the mouse is coming. I think they'll be fine. To wipe everybody out. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be able to coexist, I think. Yeah. Now, the, some of the other I ones, like, the like all the other streaming. Right. Yeah. CBS and all the other ones? I don't know. Right. Don't know. They may have to sell the rights off. They may not make it. Yeah. I mean, but the difference with that. There's a good old. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say the difference with that, like with CBS, is that some of those shows that they're, that they are streaming only, if they wanted to put them on broadcast, it wouldn't be that big of a change. True, but I think the budget is so high for those shows that they don't want they don't want to put them on broadcast because they can't really make the same kind of money on it with streaming. You got to pay for the subscription. Yeah, that's true. But you know, good old BET got their streaming service, so maybe they'll be all right. What? <laughs> you didn't hear about this? I mean, I guess it's not really nerd news, but yeah, no. yeah BET's got a streaming service. Only time I pay attention to BET is when Kevin Feige's on. <laughs> That was so whack, too. I'm uh, sorry. I, I, yeah, we won't relitigate that whole conversation, but I know what he was on. And I mean, so shout what? Shout out to the, the black nerds that were. What, what is what does BET have that I would pay money for to stream? What Not original programming do they have? They got they got a deal with Tyler Perry, so. That's that's not incentive you know, at all. He's developing. He, I would actually pay money you, to avoid but, that. <laughs> but there's millions of people who will, who will absolutely watch Tyler Perry um, programming. Um, they also have Martin. They got the rights to the TV show Martin. So oh, that okay. would be, I think, a big draw. Not enough for me. Unless they got like a $2. <laughs> Otherwise, they can miss me. Like bundle I'll it with... Who who owns BET right. Viacom? Um, It'd have to be like a bundle, like BET, um, MTV, and some other channels for like two bucks a month. And you're like, okay, maybe I'll get it. Right. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I'm cool with that one. So since we we've been talking I know about we spent quite. A... I'll go right ahead. I think you were saying the same thing. I was gonna say, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna start talking about um the CW since we're still talking about DC stuff. And that's where I was going. Great <laughs> minds think alike. Say what I was gonna say. Go, go yeah. right ahead. I know we've been we've been talking about you know DC a lot and and uh, hopefully not ragging on it too much, but I do think there's some positive things coming this fall on the small screen, like so Batwoman? to speak. No, not like Batwoman, because <laughs> that looks horrible. Like I saw the I saw a commercial for it last night. Um, the first commercial I've seen for it. And the monologue, first of all, Ruby Rose is a terrible actress. Like, she is horrible. She is. 
She is. I have to admit that. And she was the mo- even the monologue sounded so she ridiculous. Like I was, I was like, I wasn't even paying attention, and it's just talking in the background. And I'm like, what is this? And I turn and watch the, you know, start watching the TV, and I'm like, oh, this is a commercial for Batwoman. I'm like, this doesn't make me want to watch it at all. And I rewound it no. and watched it again because it was that bad. And I was just like, this looks like a straight big old bag of garbage maybe it has potential to be good and fit in with the rest of the Arrowverse but that looks horrible and the acting looks terrible somebody gonna have to tell me about that one because I am not (laughs) I'm not going to go watch that on my own yeah I'm not and I you know we've talked about it on my record saying like I'm not a big fan of the CW uh, superhero shows at Arrowverse but one thing I do like that they're doing, and that was the the thing I was alluding to at first, is, you know, the crisis on infinite Earths. I like the tie-in that they're doing with all the characters from the past. I think that's brilliant. That is amazing. Yeah, it's like, that's that's awesome. I, now, that I'm going to watch, just because I kind of yes. want to see how it, how it all comes in and who's coming back. And, I mean, I've seen some pictures of... um. I can't think of the actor's name, the one, the guy who plays Superman on Supergirl, and then uh, Brandon Ralph. Yeah, I think uh, Tyler Hoken is his name. Yeah, I think so. But the, I saw pictures of them together, and, and Brandon Ralph is playing like kind of an older Superman. Looks like I'm really interested to see how this turns out and to see how um, Tom Welling shows up. And, well, we know Allison Mack won't be in it because I think she's still in jail. But. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh... She's, she's got some things going on. Yeah, she has some, some other things to do. She probably can't make a cameo. But just the storyline of what they're planning to do and what what they have envisioned for all of these shows and the cross-integration of them all, I think is really, really creative. I want to see how it plays out. Hopefully they do it right. They are really reaching out to all kinds of places. You know I was about to flip my lid when they when they got Kevin Conroy, which, by the way... The answer to the question, which one is the best Batman? Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Christian Bale. Don't talk to me about Michael Keaton. Kevin Conroy is Batman. Anyway, you know, for them to scoop him up as like an old Bruce Wayne, and we don't even see him typically as an actor. He's just, we get his voice. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be dope. I really wish we could have got Hamill, but yeah, he's busy doing this, you know, small, small little indie film star wars you may have heard of it i mean why he got killed off another one so i'm pretty sure he's he's got nothing to do you say he's got time (laughs) spoiler he's got time oh he'll be in he'll be in it no i know he'll be in it you know how this works no but what i was super impressed with even after that everybody was pretty happy about tom welling you know being confirmed which which was dope i thought that was pretty cool but for me the seller was Ashley Scott. Ashley Scott. She was in, you probably wouldn't remember her. She was in Birds of Prey. The TV show the from, TV uh, show, which last early 2000s? Yes. Yes. And it was, it was really, like, yeah, and what, it got canceled right like, away. It went nowhere. Right. But they're reaching back to that. Like, it's, you know, they're reaching back to its entire history. Mm-hmm. I mean, Burt Ward is, is Exa- in it. Right, 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 right. This is madness. It's real fan service. And I trust Greg Berlanti. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's got a great track record. I haven't loved everything that they've done with the Arrowverse, but they've taken some risks. 
And I think that they've got more hits than misses. Even the stuff that don't resonate with me and I don't necessarily watch, it's not because it's been bad. It just doesn't appeal to me. Right. I'm looking at you, Black Lightning. <laughs> I'm going to stop saying that that show is bad. It just doesn't appeal to me. Now, one thing I wish I, that I last I checked they haven't gotten is um, Dean Kane. Well, I mean, I know he's playing, uh, he plays Supergirl's stepdad, so that kind of be kind of weird. If they could get people from like Lois and Clark, but even though I I don't know if they have the rights to that or or what, but he I have think the rights to Superman. So yeah, and it's just an actor. It wouldn't have to be the exact same role from that show if there was an issue with rights there. But like you said, Dean Kane is already already cast in the show, so that wouldn't really work. Well, I mean, all they got to um, do I is heard slip... they reached out to Linda Carter. You know, I remember hearing that yes. too. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I think she might have turned it down, but. I mean, swing for the fences, man. Yeah, why not? Like, and I think they they're going back to every opportunity that they have, and that's that's exciting to me because I think the product that they're gonna ultimately end up with, even if you don't get like a Linda Carter or you don't get a Mark Hamill, they've they're clearly invested in this, right? I think it's gonna be a good one. You know, it's funny, it's because they get it. You know, they're they get it on the uh, in the TV scape. And I agree with what you yeah. said about they have more hits than misses. Like even though I'm not, you know, I haven't really watched a lot of the shows. Like I think I watched season and a half of Arrow. I didn't hate it or anything like that. I didn't love it. It was something that I probably could have kept up with. But you guys know how I feel about shows that are over like 14 episodes in a season too. So that's that's just too much time. But they're knocking out the park with this so far. And hopefully, you know, the storylines are yeah. are up to snuff. And even if they're not, that they're just fun. And it's it's nice to see all these characters interact and everything like that. But then again, you know, my... I mean, they've already had this. They've already had the beginnings of it with the last crossover they did. That's where they introduced the Monitor. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, the switching out of Flash and Arrow and that whole Elseworlds situation. So this is just kind of an extension right. of that. But bigger. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be yeah. dope. It's going to be dope. Yes, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like, you can't get much bigger than that. No, not that I can think of. This one is definitely going to be a good one. And it's like a ton of stuff, like way more than we can cover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to bang out a couple of things for you guys to be on the lookout for in case you weren't. We've already touched on what well, we don't have to tell you about Star Wars. You know that's coming out. Titans uh, is doing big things over there. Uh, they just introduced Aqualad and uh, Deathstroke, and there was a major, major, and I'm not going to spoil anything. If you saw it, you guys know what I'm talking about, but there's a uh, situation, shall we say. Somebody didn't make it home. <laughs> so that's uh, definitely, I think Titans is worth watching. Now, is it worth getting DC Universe for? Eh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> But definitely finding a way to watch it, I think. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, like are that. you trying to say pirate it? <laughs> like download it illegally? That is not what I said. That's not what I said okay. at all. You might have a friend who has DC Universe and you just watch it with them at their house. Or have them sign in at your house and they never they sign out. For. <laughs> Absolutely not. I am not saying oh, that. okay. Not saying that at all. I do not condone piracy, usually. <laughs> I, yeah, I still haven't gotten um, DC, DC uh, streaming. Runaways. Sorry, go ahead. You still haven't gotten The DC what? streaming service. I keep saying I'm going to do it so I can watch, you know, binge everything. But I haven't done it yet. Probably after season two of Titans, I'll do it. 
I was going to because there's there's a couple shows that I wanted to watch. I can't do it though. I already got a couple of them, and the mouse is guaranteed to get my money. So <laughs> I can't have all of these streaming services. I won't even watch them all. You just be buying it. Yeah, just to have it. Just to have them. But I mean, we get the employee discount with the mouse, so it's it's cool. <laughs> Let the people tell it, right? Uh. I have intentionally left off talking too much about the mouse today for that reason don't you worry though we 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 got some things brewing (laughs) with that one the mouse has got some announcements i will say this if you haven't um if you haven't already disney plus is doing pre-orders um for the streaming service you might want to go ahead and jump on that just saying yeah it's like 6.99 a month you're locked in at or you can pay by year it's like 69.99 or 70 bucks so right otherwise i think it's like 85 bucks a year or something even if you yeah nobody wants to do that and i'm sure after a year it's probably gonna go up but get it cheap while you can right nothing wrong with that i know you guys are probably wondering why we haven't touched on certain things right we know it's big news that having going on in the uh, Sony, Marvel, Disney argument over uh, or custody battle over Spidey. Uh, we haven't forgotten that, obviously. It's too big to have forgotten, but there's a lot of stuff going on right now. and We wanted to be able to dedicate a little bit more time to that and some stuff going on with Disney Plus and just, you know, what's happening at the House of Mouse in general. Um, we didn't really have time to cover it this episode, but rest assured, the suspension is over. We will not be having these long gaps like we did before, and we're going to get into it, probably next episode. So you know what time it is, right? That's right, nerds. Homework. Get your pencils out, get your pads, get your papers, get ready to take notes. Your homework has already been assigned to you. If you go back to our X-Men episode, you will recall that I had given you all couple of pieces of homework related to x-men well this is the conclusion of it if you have not and i'm looking at you josh if you have not started reading house of x powers of 10 you need to get on that um i've had actually one of the listeners uh, reach out to us at at one point and said was asking you know about good jumping off points for different characters for x-men if you haven't read X-Men comics, you find the characters interesting, maybe because you heard our episode, uh, this would be a good jumping off point. It's It can be confusing if you don't have the history, but you don't need it to understand where this story is going. It is really well written. It's kind of, it's kind of trippy. Uh, a lot of time travel. Time travel is never confusing. It's dope. And it's an... <laughs> right. <laughs> no. So it's definitely dope. And it's coming to a conclusion soon. I believe Powers of 10, number six, will be the conclusion of that. But out of that will spawn the new X universe. So that'd be your homework. If you have not been reading, as has been called, Hoxpox, you need to get on that. It's some big time shocker moments throughout the series. So definitely check that out all right i um see the little diggy threw at me but you know that's cool i'll let it i'll let it slide 
Um, actually, I don't have any homework for you guys. So I mean, if you just read it, you, you know, have to I, um, take a shot, man. easing back into it. I got some things I, w- I, w- I do want to recommend, but um, right now, since that's a lot of reading that you got to catch up on and and things like that, I'll um, I'll, I'll go easy on you guys this week. But next time, I'll have some some really good stuff for you guys to check out. Man, we want to thank you guys again and again and again and again and again for rocking with us, man. We definitely appreciate you guys' support. We can't do what we do without you all. And I mean, we could, but there'd be uh, nobody listening. So <laughs> don't don't listen to this. We, we would just be talking to no one to thin air. Right. Yelling at clouds. <laughs> We're too young for that. Right. You know, check us out on on the internet. Uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Uh, rate us, review us. I, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Stitcher, um, Google Play. Find us. We appreciate all comments, good and bad. Definitely rate us, review us, and uh, holler at us. You see us out, you know, on these internet streets. Uh, definitely, you know, drop, drop them comments, drop us a line. We tend to get back as quickly as possible. You can find us on Twitter at the other N word. You can find us on Instagram at views from the back of the class underscore pod. You can uh, email us at viewspod at gmail.com. Um, nothing uh, inappropriate, please. Had to clean out the inbox and it was some weird stuff in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and you can. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I must have missed it. Yeah, I, I, I deleted it. I was like, huh, what, I'm like, what is this? And uh, I cannot get jiggy with it. No, really <laughs> Sorry, that's terrible. Um, and you can uh, you can call or text us at three one two five two one zero five two seven. If you can't reach us, leave a message. And like JB said, we'll we'll get back to you as soon as we can. We are off suspension. We are fully checked in, and we're we're ready to do this and, and talk nerd stuff with you guys. And with that said, peace, nerds. Class dismissed. <laughs>